Today is a different kind of podcast episode. You know, we try every time with these Single to Soulmate podcasts to inspire you, inform you, equip you to go from single to soulmate. Today's episode is Lara interviewing one of our clients, a graduate of our advanced program, Susan, and she went from single to soulmate. She had her love breakthrough, got on the path of the love warrior, and well, she's got some really surprising things to share with you and some vulnerable things as well. I hope you'll be inspired, enjoy it, and let us know how you were inspired by Susan's story. Hello, and welcome to Single to Soulmate Podcast. Where we help you, the love warrior or love warrior to be, to go from single to with your soulmate, living the life of your dreams. Okay, so we're recording now, and I am so excited to welcome Susan to the podcast, and she's here today. She's a Love Warrior client, Um, and Susan, I just want to thank you for taking your time to talk to the ladies about your journey, so thanks for being here. You're welcome. I'm honored and excited to be here. Awesome. So I'm going to start off with the same question I've been saying along the way is, what was going on? In your love life, where were you at before working with me and John? It was pretty bad before working with you guys. Well, I remember I was in a string of long relationships and really wanted to get married and have a family. And they just were never really ending in marriage. By the time we would be together for a year or two years, it would just not work out. And one specific example, the guy I was dating, he um, paid for a trip to Hawaii. And he went out of his way. He had like the best accommodations. It was just gorgeous. He took me on this really nice, expensive dinner. And I thought for sure he was going to propose. And I was so excited. I was like, finally, it's happening. And I just couldn't wait. And then, you know, nothing was happening. And I was like, after having a couple Mai Tais, I just like, you know, aren't you going to propose? Like, what's going on here? And then it just came out and he just said, I don't want to marry you. And oh my goodness, that was so painful. I was just like, wow, we'd been together for a year and a half. And I thought things were great. You know, I mean, he was not my ideal. I mean, I'm honestly admitting that now before uh, being with my husband uh, that I'm with right now, I was always um, kind of dating guys who had kind of picked me but I wasn't that into. I had another really long-term relationship where we actually were engaged. And he had so many of the things that I really wanted and loved that after that relationship didn't work out, I really shut down. And I kind of closed my heart and I was really afraid to go for it in a relationship. Mm. So I was dating men who I wasn't attracted to. And I think I knew deep down inside they weren't what I really wanted, but I was just so like, wanting to achieve that milestone of being married and have a family that I kind of set aside my intuition and my inner knowing and instead was just like, well, you know what? He's okay. He has a job, you know, like (laughs) a driver's license. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know, yeah, I mean, he's not really, you know, exactly what I would have picked out, but you know, it's, it doesn't work that way. I kind of felt like, you know, 
just be like lucky to be with someone and be married. And, you know, I just was kind of like, well, you know, he's a good guy, you know, really good guy. But there was nothing like special, no magic or that kind of excitement there. And I think I really dulled myself. And I remember um, when I was first kind of coming to terms with the fact that I really wanted to have soulmate love in my life and make that a real priority. I just remember um, talking with some people and um, them just saying like, your heart is cold. It's just like a stone. And that also hurt. Like when they, you said he didn't want to merit me, it was the same kind of thing. I was like, oh no, what am I going to do? And that was just from all that pain from that previous engagement. So I'd really shut myself off and um, was so out of touch with what I really wanted in a relationship and in a partner that I just, um, I was so closed down and then just had one after another. I think it was four relationships where we were together for over a year or two years where it would end up where um, they didn't want to get married or another example Mm. time. And um, he was in the process of buying a house. And so I was all excited. I thought, Oh, well, you know, maybe we'll kind of do this together and everything. And, um, He ended up um, getting his house and he didn't include me in any of it. And I was like, okay, you know, it's his house. I understand, you know. But then he ended up needing to get a roommate to help pay the rent. And um, so I was like, oh, okay, you know, just be another guy, whatever, no big deal. And he ended up getting a female roommate and it was a studio. (laughs) It was like, oh, it's just like, no, like that was just like, so clear for me. I was like, I am not doing like, I was like, this is not happening. And so we kind of got into an argument. And then that ended. And after those two, I was just about done with dating. I was feeling great with my cat and just you yeah. know, like, yeah. but then it just kept coming up mm. that um, I was at a unity um, and they were doing something about the new year. This was back, oh man, maybe five or six years ago. And this woman went around and did readings for everyone in the room. And I wasn't expecting this. I'd never had a reading done before. And I had no idea what was going on. But I was so excited because she was doing everyone's career. And I was so focused on my career because I was like, if I can't do love, I'll get my career. I'm going to master this career. Right, right. (laughs) And so she came around to me and she was like, you're going to have the most amazing relationship. I started telling me about my soulmate. And I just broke down because I'd never admitted that that was what I wanted more than anything. And after those words came out, I just knew like I couldn't go on. I wasn't okay just having a career and just being focused on all that because I really knew there was more and I wanted love. And it was just, I knew that that was what I wanted more than anything. And I, I finally was able to get past that fear and able to admit that, yes, this is what I want. And yes, it's okay to invest in this. Mm. I invested so much in my career, in developing myself. And I just felt, oh, love should just happen. You know, if I'm normal or okay, then, you know, it's all going to come together. And right. I realized, you know, like, what if I take and channel the same energy that I have toward my career and being successful into having the most amazing relationship and becoming my own soulmate. And so I started kind of seeking and I got um, kind of involved in personal development. And then I found out about you and Johnny was actually, I was listening to Ariel Ford's 
her interviews mm-hmm. for Soulmate. Um, and I loved it. I listened to every single one of those over and over again. My favorite part was when she did the couples interviews. Mm. It just melted my heart when I heard these soulmate couples and saw them interact together. And when you and Johnny were on her interview, it just blew my mind. I remember just listening to that and the way that Johnny spoke about you and the connection that you had and your sincerity and your love just came out in that call. And after that, I was just like, I'm going to do everything with these two. <laughs> I just like looked you guys up. Uh, yeah, the year-long course and my life has just changed so dramatically right now um, from all that work. It's just, yeah, I can't even believe when I think about where I was a few years ago. It's, it's just, it's amazing. It is amazing. And here's what I want everybody who's listening or watching in here. Susan was also in school. So I want to make sure like for those of you who say that you're too busy in your life, I just kind of, can you paint us a brief picture about what was happening even as you moved into, you know, doing this, um, this journey of becoming your own soulmate first, joining us at the Love Right Through Weekend, joining us in the year-long advanced program, the Love Launch program. So what else was happening in the rest of your life at that time? Oh, it's kind of hit rock bottom. I was pursuing a career that I really wanted and it didn't work out at all. And I'd lived abroad for a couple years and I was doing kind of a career path where I had to live abroad or move every year. And it was just getting to be too much. I wasn't able to form the relationships, the friendships that I wanted to. And so I moved back home to California and decided to start over completely with my life. And as part of that starting over, I embarked upon a major career change. I went from being, um, well, first I was a musician. Then I was a Russian linguist and uh, did international relations to choosing to become a physical therapist. Mm. And that was not an easy path. I had never taken the science courses or anything. And so I ended up um, just completely starting over, going back home, taking community college classes, biology, anatomy, physiology. And I, I loaded myself up. I mean, I was taking as much as possible and It took me about five and a half years to get my doctorate, which I am now and have as a physical therapist, but it was huge. And while all that was going on, you know, in the back of my mind, it was like, I probably should finish my career first and be settled. And before I try dating, you know, this just hasn't worked out for me. This just isn't, you know, maybe this isn't for me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Then there was that voice inside of me and thinking about my soulmate. And I just knew that if I didn't go for it, I would regret it more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And a part of me knew that I had to do that year-long program. And I knew that no matter what, that was a priority for me. And somehow I was able to do all that, despite being in some very intense academic programs throughout the entire time. And I'm so grateful that I didn't wait because I actually ended up getting married during my doctorate program. So if I had waited, I'd be dating now, I guess, which right. is, you know, crazy now. And I'm already, you know, I'm way beyond that now. I'm so beyond that. It's just <laughs> unbelievable. It was okay. Like even some of the weekends I was like, how am I going to do this? I was writing my essay on the plane. And one weekend I had a 
summer school chemistry course. I was studying chemistry during all the breaks. And I was like, what am I doing? But then at the same time, it was like, I knew this is what I want to do. And I ended up getting an A in that course (laughs) (laughs) at the weekend. Still everything, like it was just really magical and miraculous how every time I stepped up and showed up, it was like the universe matched me there. And I almost feel like that made me better in my classes because I had all this motivation because I was so excited about the live weekend (laughs) that I was like, yes, I'm going to study, get all this done, get these labs done. And then I ended up meeting uh, Max, my husband, actually, right before I started my doctorate program. And I thought, oh boy, I don't know about this. But I was like, no, I'm going to do things differently this time. And I was like, I'm going to date and have a balance in my life. And it's okay. It worked out. I passed everything and now I'm here. So it's definitely possible. It might seem overwhelming, but in my opinion, it was well worth it. I'm so grateful I didn't wait. I'm glad I'm not starting over right now. I can't imagine. Right. Yeah. It was that commitment. And this is what you know. we talk about to all of you who are listening and watching is there's that commitment. Notice that there's this theme in these ladies that we've talked about. There's a commitment And what we call a love warrior commitment, it's really something that's inside. It's like you're committed to yourself, you're committed to your vision, and you're committed, you see your dreams as important enough to go for them, even in the face of obstacles, even when it gets hard. And so that's what I'm hearing you say. So now you hear, like, so that was where you were, and now you're married, and something else is about to happen soon (laughs) that's very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Susan's married to her soulmate, Max, and they're expecting their first baby, a baby girl. We're super, yes. super excited. Um, excited. And uh, so you're like, like six months? I can't remember what, how many months are you? I am five months. Five months. 20 weeks. All right. Great. Congratulations. Thank We're so you. excited. Another love warrior baby. Yes. Love warrior baby on the way. <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So let me ask you now, so what made you choose to work with Johnny and me? Like you had, there's Ariel Ford, who's a dear friend of ours and who we have a lot of respect for. There's a lot of other love coaches out there. What was it that made you choose us? Like what was different about us compared to the other folks? Not taking away from other folks out there, but just what was different enough about us that you chose to work with us? Oh, there's so many reasons. I mean, coming from my intellectual background and career focus, I did a ton of research on every program I could find on the topic. And yours was by far the most comprehensive and thorough one. And uh, that was a huge part of my decision. I mean, the biggest part was what I said, just listening to the two of you talk. I just knew I wanted a man who was as devoted and cherished me as much as Johnny loves you and is so apparent when you two are together. And also, I really admire your level of integrity, Mm. along with your um, spiritual background and values. They very much um, are close to mine. Mm -hmm. And so I felt very comfortable. I knew that this was a journey that wouldn't just be about me and trying to get a guy. I knew this was going to be a journey about me connecting with my higher power. Because I wanted something different than just a typical relationship, just another guy, another relationship. I really wanted my soulmate, my partner, you know, the person that God made for me to be with. I really wanted something very deep and meaningful. And 
I was ready to do that kind of work. And I love doing that kind of work. Mm -hmm. And so I knew with you too, from how you talk, what your um, values and beliefs were, I knew that you were taking a deeper approach than just on the surface level. I had already seen and heard enough, a lot of programs about how to do online dating or how to flirt or something. And I just, I knew that wasn't me. I just knew that I wanted someone to love all of me exactly as I am for me. Yeah. And it needed to be that soul connection. It needed to be that connection with God, that connection with the higher power. Mm-hmm. And that was essential in my decision to work with you. Right on. Awesome. So if you had to, you know, you're looking back now, because here you are, you're married to your soulmate, you know, you're expecting your first baby. There's a lot of great things going on for you in your life. And, you know, one of the things that we have talked about in these podcast interviews is there's like a theme of magic and miracles. So I'd like to hear and I'm sure the ladies would like to hear because there's, there's something really great about, I just want to give you ladies hope and excitement about like, what are your magic and miracles going to look like? So, so can you share just a few, and I know there's a lot, but just a few of like the synchronicities that happened when you met Max, like about the meeting of him and some of the, yeah, whatever comes to mind. I don't, I don't want to like tell you what to say, but just whatever comes to mind. I'd always had this dream that I'd meet my soulmate in a bookstore. I loved going to bookstores. I would spend all my time in the bookstore because I loved to read. And I was always kind of looking for him, looking around. So it was really amazing when uh, Max and I met because we ended up meeting in the library. (laughs) (laughs) It was so crazy because it was literally the last place I thought. I was in community college. I had to go back to school. And I thought, oh, everyone here is 21. You know, I'm not, you know, I didn't even think about guys. I was just doing my thing. I was teaching um, anatomy labs and helping students. I was just really loving my life and just in a good place. And I would just go into the library and get the models and not even think anything of it. And then all of a sudden, this new guy was working there. And I didn't think anything of it. I thought, oh, he's 21, whatever. You know, I didn't even consider him. (laughs) You know, I... And, you know, we just kind of started talking and it was, it was really crazy. Just all the things, um, cause the one guy that I almost married before when I was engaged, he actually spoke Russian and that was a huge um, thing for me. Cause I've studied Russian for years. I'm fluent in Russian. I love Russian. And then it came that Max was from Russia and, um, it was unbelievable because once we knew that, it was like we both started speaking in Russian and we just had this connection and it was like we would be talking and it, we would just be in our own world. And it was just so clear that we had that connection and he would walk me to my physics classes. <laughs> and, um, it was so amazing. And something I also want to share because it wasn't this like sparks, you know, craziness, right? Like it was for him. The first time I walked into the library he said he could feel my presence and my energy. And I know that's from the work that I did in the program. Mm -hmm. The first time I walked in that door, I didn't even notice him. (laughs) I didn't even see him. But he noticed. He'd been looking for me as well. And so he was able to recognize me right away. Our first date was really bad. 
Oh, really? You know, I was just like, okay. I kept saying no when he asked me out because I did think he was 21. And I thought that if he knew my age, he wouldn't go out with me. And also, I had never dated a guy in the past that I was actually attracted to or who was attractive. I was afraid to be with someone who was physically attractive. I think that was one of my big blocks, actually. Huh. And I think it was maybe me feeling like, oh, I'm not attractive enough or I'm not worthy, something like that mm-hmm. kind of issue. But through the program, I learned just to love myself and to not think so much about the guy, think how I'm feeling and um, be more focused on that. And so my love lunch sister, a dear friend of mine, just encouraged me, just ask him his age, just give him a chance. <laughs> and so luckily I did. And He's four years younger than me. So it's okay. It worked out. Totally. <laughs> and um, so here we are on our first date. We are, we're going to the beach and, um, you know, just going to take a walk. Very simple date. He stands like five feet away from me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we go to sit down. He barely says a word. He's like way over here. I'm like, oh, maybe he's thinking like a friend thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm not down for that. Like, I'm not into leaky energy. That's not going to work. But I was like, okay, just stay open. Just notice how you're, you know, how you're feeling. And so it was interesting because um, I felt like, wow, we have absolutely no connection. You know, like he's not talking, you know, okay, whatever. I think he wants to be friends. I don't know what's going on here, whatever. And then, um, you know, he walks me back to my car and he, you know, doesn't even really give me a hug. Barry, he just like shakes my hand or something. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, okay. Like, <laughs> through like the the questions and journaling talking to my friends from the program and um none of my things were like a clear red light it was like you know like I mean it wasn't horrible you know just I was like being really open and so I I agreed to go go on a second date I I don't know why but you know just because I think I maybe I was like you know I'm just practicing this you know right 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 right. experience it's been a while since I dated and our second day was totally different. And I'm so grateful that I allowed myself to do that because he was no longer afraid. He was so nervous because he wanted to be respectful and was so into me that he was afraid to talk and anything on our first date. <laughs> and so on our second date, he started opening up and then I was able to recognize him. And I knew because I knew what I was going to feel like with my soulmate. Of course, I didn't at the time be like, oh, he's my soulmate. No, right. right, right. Like some of the stuff was there, the essence. And Mm. then when I was cold and he gave me his jacket and he put his arms around me, it was that was like the feeling that I'd always gotten when I did done the visioning exercises. And Mm -hmm. so it was just kind of this kind of a slow opening of where he was getting more comfortable. And then I was able to recognize. And then, um, oh man, after that, it was just kind of like, it just, you know, yeah, just, we're still together now. Off to the races. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course we didn't jump into anything, but I think we recognize each other pretty soon after doing all the work. And then the rest of our dates were very different. <laughs> That's for sure. That first one. <laughs> so. That's incredible. Again, the theme of magic and miracles, like the Russian connection, and even like the fact that he recognized you, like you just never know. And for all of you ladies, there's no one way how these relationships are going to unfold. But when you've done the inner work, 
and the investment of time, energy, and money in becoming your own soulmate first and being a student of love, being willing to be coachable, being willing to learn more about yourself and what really makes you tick and what makes men tick. Because sometimes we need to not just know about what makes us tick, but men too. And so I think a lot of the traditional dating advice out there is about just about what men think, men, 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 men all the time, instead of like, or rather, and what makes us tick and look at both and uh, honoring both. Um, so that's a through line in all of our successful clients is that commitment to looking at oneself as you're also learning about just your blocks, looking at what, how men think, getting the man's point of view. So why a lot of women, I think like working with Johnny and me is that like they can get that man's point of view as well, which is very helpful. So Susan, if you had a dear friend, somebody you cared about, uh, a girlfriend, a single woman who was considering working with me and Johnny, what would you say to her from your heart to her? I would say just be really honest with yourself. Allow yourself to get really vulnerable. Do you really want love in your life? Is this something that you really want? And even if you're really afraid, like I was, there's even a little bit in there to just trust that and go for it. Set everything else aside because it doesn't really matter. It'll all work out. You know, like my school stuff, everything, it all worked out. But if you really want a deeper connection and something different in your relationship, not just to be married for the sake of being married or have a family, but really have a heart-to-heart connection with another person that um, it's definitely possible for you. And this program works. (laughs) I know me. I have a lot of friends. This definitely works. This is a proven method. And it's possible for anyone anyone who has that, everyone has that soulmate out there, just like Max was waiting for me to walk in that door. And so just give yourself that gift of really allowing yourself to step into being that person who you truly are, letting your light shine and express. So I just really encourage you to really consider seriously, think about in the future what you really want Mm. when you're thinking about it. People who are at the end of their lives, their biggest regret is not usually their career. It usually revolves around love. Mm-hmm. And so I would say to really think about the big picture and to know that it doesn't matter what you look like, what you're doing, anything. There is someone out there for everyone. And you deserve to have that as well. Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. Can't say it any better than that. That is just beautiful. Thank you so much, Susan, for joining me today. Um, and for just pouring your heart out and your truth. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Like what you heard so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by clicking the subscribe button now. And if you're looking to make a major leap forward in going from single to soulmate, be sure to check out our free masterclass to learn the five-step strategy our clients use to meet and marry the man of their dreams without dumbing themselves down or using manipulative manipulative lines you know that word just go to single to soulmate.com forward slash learn that's single to soulmate.com forward slash learn for a free masterclass on how to unlock the love you deserve and the life of your dreams <laughs>